0: good morning i'm steve gilbert along with dean timpity we are the co-hosts of the inch by inch the home coverage show presented to you by peter inch and associates heating and air conditioning we want to thank you for listening today and we hope you'll listen to us every saturday morning from nine to ten as we provide you our listeners with some information about heating air conditioning and maybe about curling but maybe not today
1: i've been brushing up
0: have you okay uh, but most important, we would love to hear your questions, so please send them to us by uh, to email on inch at peterinch.ca. And we can answer them on next Saturday's show. How are you, Dean?
1: I'm very good, Steve. How are you this morning?
0: Awesome. Uh, just to let people, our listeners, know that Peter is currently on vacay.
1: A much-needed or much-deserved vacation.
0: Yes, a much-deserved vacation. So he is certainly um, in need of that, so uh, he is on vacation and hopefully... Know he is relaxed, right? Yes, been a hectic first
1: year around here, so he certainly deserves some time.
0: Yes, yeah, so, you know. So we talked about that our our year end did happen, and uh, that's good.
1: Yeah, it was fantastic. It's busy time closing everything up for the first time at the first year end, but uh, it's exciting. It was uh, fun to see the results of our hard work for the first year, and it's exciting to get going on right? the second one.
0: It really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you're not usually on air with us
1: no not a regular on air anyway
0: so um, how are you feeling about this
1: fantastic okay I've done it a few times now I'm not real nervous like I was the first time. the very first times. time yeah. yeah
0: I mean yeah it does it, it does yeah it. I
1: do have a face for radio <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah that is that that's one of the common themes people talk about is having a face for radio so yeah. yes yeah, that's good and um, you uh, the holidays are fast approaching they are. And so uh, you Liz and the girls like what but what, what are the plans?
1: Well we've um, we're going away. We're gonna go down south for the holidays this year just after Christmas. Nice We'll spend a week down there and taking the whole family. so that'll be nice to have everybody together, especially with Nate living on his own now and all oh, right Lee, or Lily she's off to university but she's been home. so the house is a little more a little busier than what we've been used to for the last several
0: months. okay and that um, you're going away.
1: Yeah yeah nice. we're going down to dominican republic for for oh, a week good. well it'll be a yeah. great trip for you yeah yeah we're looking forward to it it's and been a while again need right? some after for a hectic first year it'd be nice to just kick back for a few days
0: won't it hmm and uh so you're going for a week yes flying out of toronto flying out of toronto yes so and then um dominican republic
1: and that don't ask me anything more because that's about all i know well, <laughs> Lisa booked <laughs> all the, uh, the arrangements. So you so did not I make really any plans for this. I really not know a whole lot about what we're doing or what's available,
0: to I be it. honest with you. I got it. But you're going somewhere and you're doing something. So Correct. something's happening, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's kind of funny.
1: It's the first time in a long time we've had all three kids and Nate's bringing his girlfriend, Krista, with us. That's oh, is that right? He's oh, oh with. Yeah, wow. so so there's It's a- going to be, it's a whole family thing.
0: Well, that'll be interesting. Yeah,
1: man. it will be. Yeah.
0: Well, and you know, I don't suppose you feel bad about leaving leaving us behind.
1: Well, I do. <laughs> I do. But I'm looking forward to just relaxing for a few days and just shutting things off. Yes. Absolutely.
0: You need to shut things off, right? I do.
1: I'll be a better person for it when I get back.
0: Well, then that's thankful. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's because you've been, you know, been, been been kind of difficult to get along with lately, let's be honest.
1: <laughs> la la la.
0: <laughs> yes. I mean, Year-end was interesting. We had to get it done, and and we're done. We're just thankful we we, uh, don't have to, you know, we ended our year November 30th just to avoid some ugly New Year's Eve counting. Well, yeah,
1: I've always wondered why we did something like that, but it makes total sense. Yeah, it really does.
0: Yeah, but all good. Well, enjoy your time. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, some people don't think that, um, you know, some people don't think that, christmas in the in the caribbean really is christmas
1: well we're going to do the christmas here okay but still new year in the caribbean that i'm looking
0: forward to yes but i mean christmas i mean they celebrate christmas in the caribbean they do yes and just because there's no snow darn and maybe um you're gonna see a palm tree instead of a pine tree correct i mean i i i can get used to that
1: it I wouldn't be hard for me either. When I was younger, I enjoyed the, the winter and the snow because I skied and played hockey. And my hockey days, and quite frankly, most of my skiing days are behind me. So I don't mind getting I, out of the snow. Yeah, yeah. I,
0: I get it, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the snow's great and everything when you're younger. But you know, I, as you kind of get older, you kind of lose your tolerance. unless you're Unless you're still an active skier, but i curl although it is a winter sport it's in a climate controlled building <laughs> and uh yeah you, yeah you don't have to shovel the no rank. no wind no yeah. it, it really is quite comfortable actually so ah, even bet. though we're playing on ice you know it's still not it's not being on a on a ski hill where there can be some pretty inclement weather as oh, you're right yes absolutely yeah and you come down and you walk in and You've got these white splotches on your face. Oh, you got some frostbite going on. Yeah. Well that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Been there, done that. Right? Yeah. Oh, so that's good. You're gonna come back tanned.
1: Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully the weather's nice.
0: And your clients are gonna say, so sort of like, what's up, Dean? Yeah.
1: Well they'll probably Yeah. Hopefully.
0: Right? Hopefully. And they're they're gonna say, What's up, Dean? How come yep. you how come you are, you know, so tanned,
1: right? Hopefully the there's there's nice, when we do get a little. Don't we? No burn
0: though. No, right. I don't want to do the peeling thing. No burn. All right. So, um, I've got some, uh, I've got some questions. Okay. That have come in through the mailbag, and you know, they're a decent ones. So we, we'll just work through them. Okay. Okay. Uh, customer wanted to know how can I increase the efficiency and the lifespan of my of my HVAC or my furnace and air conditioner system. What do you think? You've
1: probably heard this many times, and our listeners probably heard this many times, but the number one way to increase the life expectancy of your comfort equipment is to make sure you have annual maintenance done. Right. Um, you know, An ounce of prevention create, it gives you a lot of security in the equipment, making sure that you have a professional go over it, check all the little things. Yeah. It, it will expand the life expectancy it, for sure. It really does. Yeah. Yes.
0: And um, efficiency? Does that does it do both? Is Absolutely,
1: it, you know, it's going to take, and now it's going to take and increase the efficiency using the air conditioner as an example, or heat pump now, because most people are going heat pumps versus the air conditioning right. anymore. One sixteenth of inch worth of dust and debris on that uh, coil that sits on top of the furnace dramatically drops the efficiency of the equipment because it acts as insulation. Right. Same with the blower motor. Just a little bit of dust on those blades will dramatically increase the cost of electricity to run those things by as much as 30-35%. Right.
0: So, due diligence.
1: Have it cleaned. Have it maintained. Um, Make sure you change your filters on a regular basis. Um, A lot of these filters you see with 3M and things like that say three months. But with the oil coatings and, and the MERV ratings oftentimes they're not going to last as long as what the manufacturer suggests they will because they will plug up and in doing so you're going to put your furnace under under undue stress right. trying to uh to suck that air through that, that
0: okay oh, perfect filter all right and uh we offer a wide variety of filters here
1: we do um most of the common filters you'll find in our warehouse right. and uh, on our guys trucks right. most of them carry them right on the trucks floor. and if
0: you've got an odd size filter so like one that typically you know they don't have on their truck they'll find it okay
1: they'll they'll look it up we've got all kinds of options there to uh different suppliers that we've been dealing with that uh, they will look them up and um, i don't believe we get stumped very often
0: no as long as they can probably get a make um, yeah model they, number off the off the existing filter
1: please don't throw the old one away no because <laughs> the old <laughs> one will help the guys it source will. the new ones yes. absolutely because yeah. all the information they need is
0: on there yeah and so and some people still some people are still running the old electronic cells.
1: They are. Yeah, they the ones you hear the clicking noises yeah. and all that stuff. You don't see them as much anymore because they really haven't been put in the homes for 12 to 14 years nope. now, but you still do see them out there. The big thing with those is people just think they can run them under the water and get them clean, mm. but that's not the case. Mm-hmm. They do have to be cleaned with a chemical called Dax. Yes. to be able to clean them properly.
0: Yeah, they need to get that coating off that cell. So Correct. Yes.
1: Yeah, they're kind of like a sponge. They load up and you have to get it off there. And if you don't get it off there, oftentimes you're, you're putting off-gassing stuff off the back that can be worse than what you're taking out to it's begin true. with. That's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's
0: important that um, they're cleaned properly. Now they do, um, if, you get, if you're tired of or you just can't clean those anymore, you don't necessarily have to change the filter because they make filters now.
1: Yeah, there's there's filters that will fit directly into those racks. Yeah. And they fit in well if you get the right filter. Yeah. Stacking one or two or three one inch filters oh, yeah, in that there, is not it, a good that idea. is not a good yeah. idea at all. Yeah. You're be- if you're going to do that, just put in one one inch filter. Yes. But don't don't, yeah, don't double stack or them, triple yeah. them up. Yeah,
0: because the the furnace just can't pull that air through that. Correct. And then there's some pre-screen filters in those things too. Now you can't run those when you put your new filter, like I put a paper filter in there.
1: No, you can't. You wanted to. Re- if you're going to put a paper filter in there, remove everything that's in there, and just let the paper filter do what it was designed to do. Right.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's that's all we're going to have a tent. We have to go to uh, commercial break now. But um, if you're listening to you're in you are listening to the inch by inch the home comfort show presented by Peterson Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. And when we're not on the on the radio, you can reach us at two two six. 499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca and we will be right back welcome back to the inch by inch the home comfort show presented by peter rich and associates heating and air conditioning uh, i'm here in studio in the office studio i should say with uh, dean tippity one of my uh, partners and co-workers hey dean hello how are things fantastic thank you you're still here so you didn't run away it's I good i did not run away <laughs> Well, that pleases me. Good. All right, so we were asking some questions. Um, we just had some stuff coming on the mailbag, so um, I had another customer because we sh- we can just get right to this unless unless you want to tell them a, up. You want to tell a Christmas story? Um, no, you don't have a Christmas story. I'd
1: rather take questions. <laughs> <laughs> no Christmas stories for me. This you morning. don't have
0: a Christmas story. Wow, okay. everybody has a Christmas story, man. Come on. All right. Uh, Customer wants to know, does adjusting the thermostat up or down really save any money on energy bills? What do you think?
1: Personally, for me, I believe you're better to keep it at an even consistent temperature. I tell my customers when you leave it at an even, consistent temperature, the furnace, the air conditioner, the heat pump, they don't have to work as hard to maintain the comfort level you're looking for in the household. Especially with the newer equipment you're starting to get into, um, well, not that new anymore, multi-stage gas valves, two-stage gas valves, they're meant to keep a more even, consistent temperature in the home.
0: So they're going to run longer anyways.
1: They're going to run longer to lesser capacity, and in doing so, achieve a more even, consistent heat distribution and cooling distribution throughout the house.
0: Okay. So now, um, because we, we've we always told customers when it comes to air conditioning uh, to find their temperature and just leave it. Correct. For a bunch of reasons. One is uh, easier on the equipment, because once you get rid of that moisture, once you set the temperature a different temperature... You're allowing more moisture to come in the house. Your equipment has to work harder to get rid of that. All those things. So, go ahead. A, lo-
1: a lot of folks don't understand or don't, don't realize, and it clicks when you when you mention it that the cooling equipment, whether it's a heat pump or an air conditioner, its job is do is twofold: it's to reach a temperature and to reach a humidity level. Right. Because the same temperature outside, thirty degrees, zero percent humidity is beautiful day. Thirty right. degrees, ninety percent humidity, I melt. Yes. But it's the same temperature. It is. And if you Stop your air conditioner and then start it back up again. You let that humidity into the house and it's got to work twice as hard.
0: So thinking about that, now that we're talking to customers daily about heat pumps, uh, heat pumps work. They're just an air conditioner in the summertime, which is fine. But in the winter time, a heat pump is working. And... It's not like a gas furnace because you don't get that instant recovery. So if you set your heat pump back and then you want it to be warm in a hurry, it's not going to be able to do it.
1: It's not going to keep up the same way.
0: Right. It has a long recovery time for a heat pump. Hence, the idea is find your temperature and just set it and forget it.
1: Correct. I always tell the story of my father when I was young. I played a lot of hockey, and we'd go to the arena. He'd watch me play, come home. The first thing he'd do is stand on the register warm up (laughs) his feet because the creation of fire through the furnace, it will warm things up, and you get that blast of hot air, and that is not what you get with a heat pump. It is not. A heat pump is going to be a more even, consistent heat distribution on a regular basis versus that kind of yo-yo you get with with an older furnace.
0: They work great, and they're very energy efficient. And and that's why you know that's why we we're we're poised to do more and more because that's where that's where just carbon reduction in Canada is going. And so, but we just are going to have to reprogram reprogram our brains a little bit on what we want. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's it's it takes a little getting used to. My mother put in a heat pump about three and a half four years ago. Yeah. My mother and father they absolutely love it, but at first it took a little getting used to because. Right. They were ones that would put it down a couple of degrees because that's what we were always told to do. Yes, and now they keep it at an even consistent temperature. My mother loves it a lot more than she did
0: before because yeah. she
1: doesn't get that up and down stuff. Like well, that
0: she that used to. that constant temperature is it is very very comfortable. So it's nice. Yes, yeah. and it, when you can walk anywhere in the house and feel the same, I mean, it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. and
1: far more efficient. Yes, you know, a heat pump can be. Up to well, be over 300% efficient, meaning every dollar you invest in heat, you're getting three back in the house. Yeah, the best furnaces you're only going to get about 98 cents, 98 percent per dollar, correct? Yeah, yeah.
0: And interesting, the um, if you think about a heat pump setting the the temperature and forgetting about it, is if you think of it as your car setting the cruise control on the highway, it's the same thing.
1: Another analogy I use all the time because. 99% 90%, 99% of us out there drive or have driven so they can kind of understand that analogy. Yeah.
0: And since I, I drive a hybrid car, I mean, that my, that's what my car does. It fluctuates back and forth on efficiency. Do I run the gas? Do I run the electric? And it just fluctuates back and forth.
1: Well, and you... I'm... I've never had a hybrid, but I'm assuming you don't have to choose which one you're doing I either, don't. right? No. And that's the beauty of these hybrid systems because that's really what we're putting a lot of in. We're not putting 100% heat pumps in, right. in too many applications. It's the hybrids we're putting in. And it can be set up to switch back and forth as well, depending on what it needs to do and what it's looking to accomplish. And with the rebate program right here in London right now, we still have a program available here in London for a good rebate where for a year they'll monitor the system, switch it back and forth on which one is the most economical to use based on the utility cost. So that's a fantastic option right now.
0: It sure is. Okay. Well, thank you for that um i'll just that one we've kind of touched on how do i choose a filter for my furnace or my my heating cooling system for my home
1: well number one you got to choose the right size that's the first thing you (laughs) got. we got to look at Um, we got to look at the cabinet that's there and then from that point i'm not a real big I'm not, I'm not real big on going with the highest MERV rating. So most filters have what's called a MERV rating mm-hmm. that talks about how small the particulate it'll take out of the air. Really, for a lot of those filters, when you're getting above a 13 or, or sorry a 14, even even 11 MERV 11, 12, anything above that, you're really starting to put some pressure on the furnace so you got to be really careful. There are some MERV 16 filters out there that that we have put in in a lot of homes but again you just got to monitor it you got to make sure you have the right filter for your system and make sure that you're changing it regularly enough so that you're not going to put undue stress on the furnace and that golf ball through a straw idea.
0: Right but when you go in to see Mr. and Mrs. Jones... And they're they've got some they've got some allergy issues, and they're maybe they're not seasonal allergies, they're year round. Um, yep. So, like, how how what would you present to them?
1: So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to ask them what their goals are. Um, like, is it big allergies and things like that that they're looking to do? Is it just dust reduction, making sure they keep the equipment clean, and maybe reduce the dust or the. Um, uh, dusting levels in the home and that sort of thing so there's there's several options right from which is pretty much our basic filter which is a right. MERV of 11 media filter yes. then it can go into a dynamic filter which is electrostatically charged yep. which will increase the particulate that's taken out of the air that's kind of where you're going to start right. with um any sort of allergy problems or breathing difficulties in the yep. house and then you can go to HEPA bypasses on top of that right a lot of people will invite you in and say I want to put a HEPA on here and I, I think find we have to back them up because if they've got just the little one inch filter in the furnace that's going to take and filter about 70 percent of the air all the time the bypasses are only going to do about 30 percent of the air so you've got to make sure that you're filtering all the air with a decent filter and then put a bypass on there which will greatly improve the filtration throughout Yeah,
0: those bypass filters they they do eventually end up you you will notice that your inline filter the one inch will become less and less dirty correct it will the time it takes to load it or for it to get dirty it lessens dramatically once you put a bypass filter in right
1: and it's it's interesting because it's always dirtiest at the beginning yes because as you circulate the air you're cleaning it so it's never going to be as dirty as it was right at the very beginning yeah. Yeah. but we've
0: had great success with the HEPA bypass filters i mean i've had a laser particle counter which i've taken into a home just to show customers this is what's coming in on the return side before the filter and then I take a measurement on the on the supply side past everything and get a reading. And it's quite surprising. It does,
1: does an awful lot more than you think it would yeah. at the beginning.
0: Well, thank you for that bit on filters. Uh, just to let you know, we are going to take a break. So you are listening to the Inch by Inch Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. We are not always on the radio, but you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca, and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. My name is Steve Gilbert, and I'm with Dean Timothy. Hello, Stephen. And we're here to discuss. What are we discussing now, Dean?
1: Hey, the last time I was here, you got some new curling shoes. Yes. We're all excited about those. How are those working out for
0: you? Uh, so, uh, thank you. I, I mean, I, I typically keep curling shoes for about two or three years. And then, um, then, I, then I just, I, I mean, they get worn out. So, I'm hard on my shoes. So, um, I was always, I've tried different brands. Uh, so, like, there's all kinds of different curling shoes on the market today. But I like something fast underfoot. And uh, so, for the past three years, I've been using a stainless steel slider, and so Okay. Yeah, people say it was steel on ice. Yeah, that's got to be pretty fast. It is. It's very fast. <laughs> um, and and the shoes, but the shoes were kind of heavy, but they're very comfortable, and I, I wore them for for years. So then um, then I just every now and then it just it's time to try some some you know just different technology. So the ones you had in here
1: weren't steel. No, no,
0: no. But. Um, you'll notice that the the Teflon on them is quite thick so that's part of the that's part of what makes a curling shoe fast is the fact that 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 Teflon coating is Thick, so the thicker it is, the faster it is. If okay. you see something thinner, then it's not going to be as as quick.
1: Okay. So if you try to get me out there, you're not going to put me on stainless. No, I would put right? tape on your shoe. Okay, actually, thank just, you. Yes, because <laughs> I'm yeah. used to having blades. On no, there'd there be there'd be
0: a piece of tape would be put underneath your shoe just just for that purpose. So, anyways, um, these are made by a company called Bounce Plus. They're very well known. You'll if you watch on TV, you'll see sometimes on the pants, or you'll see on their curling shoes or something you'll see Bounce Plus and those are the shoes they wear Um, and so I I bought a pair of Bounce Plus I mean they're they're not inexpensive shoes uh, but they're these were really really light and interestingly enough they are every bit as fast as my stainless steel shoes I've been wearing for the past three years okay but lighter on my feet I mean I love my shoes Um, I always get to love my shoes but Especially, especially if you're winning, you can say, "Well, it's it's the shoes." Uh, not always the case, anyway. Uh, but it's kind of interesting because um, the um, like when you're sliding out when you're sliding out of the hack. I mean, it's it's good to have stability, and these. I, I feel like I have great stability on these shoes, and it's important if you're ever gonna. This is for all you younger curlers. If you're ever gonna switch shoes, you don't do it mid season. I mean that's that's ridiculous. That's like a that's like a golfer uh, who qualifies for the Masters and decides to switch irons uh, before he plays the round.
1: I would it, think that would go with most sports, right? Stick yeah. The so you don't you, you
0: don't change your equipment halfway through something. So I mean, uh, there's always like I remember the guys I'm playing with. You're not going to switch your shoes like now. And I said, well, yeah, preseason. I'm going to switch my shoes and I'm going to start with them brand new. It'll I'll be fine. I'll 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 be fine. And really the learning curve on on good equipment is pretty quick so yeah long answer short question i love my new shoes
1: did they make you better curling?
0: um let's face it i mean a great like a a, a, an expensive driver versus a cheap driver does it help you hit the ball better absolutely so uh, you spend a little bit more money on equipment like curling shoes and now you still have to make sure your the delivery is fine, like the golf swing is fine. Same sort of thing. But yes, I mean they certainly have not hindered me in any in any way, shape, or form.
1: Yeah, me and Tiger Woods swapping clubs. He's not gonna. I'm not gonna be able to beat him, am I?
0: Uh, well, I don't if know if we swap I mean, his I, club. If, if you were not to take Tiger's chance. driver and 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 think you could hit it as far, probably yeah, it's not, not gonna, happen. gonna
1: happen. I can no, tell you, no, yeah. probably. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but then again, if I were to take. Um, Brad Goose shoes shoes and put them on my feet, I it's it's not gonna make me throw any better than yeah. what I'm throwing. Right. The only thing that's gonna make me a better curler is just throw more rocks, All practice right. more, and not bad practice. Bad practice doesn't make no. you a better player. Good practice does. So and that usually means going out with somebody who's who's a good player as well and letting them watch you. Yeah. And, and just and listen and be open to what they have to say. Like you always can pick up on something. I spent... Uh, our ice maker in St. Thomas, his name's Kevin Brevik, and Kevin's a great guy. Love him. And uh, he he used to spend, um, when I was younger, uh, he would spend a lot of time with me just watching me throw rocks, right? And just on release point and, and how, to, how to put a handle on a rock correctly so it's the same every time. So I spent a lot of time with Kevin and uh, threw a lot of rocks with him and really... It it goes a long way, and it still I still use those same practices today because of that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's just, like most sports, you got to find the way that works and just duplicate it, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyways a big shout out to Kevin for for that. Um, I mean, because I'm still I'm still competing in the sport even now, and uh, I just I love the game, so and I very love to com- t- and I love to compete. So
1: very good. I got another curling question if we got time. oh uh, yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. How are you making out with the St. Thomas Curling Club? I hear you're putting a new addition on there. Oh, that's so there's innovation.
0: talk. I mean, there's talk about that. There's um, the the curling club has to be uh, handicap accessible by 2025. Right. Okay. Uh, so that's the that's Makes the sense. target, and because we the only the only wheelchair accessible curling club right now would be Ilderton. Okay. So. I mean, it's it's important because there is, I mean, wheelchair curling is very popular in the sport today. So um, it's not just that, but we need accessibility. And so yeah. the Curling Cup is not accessible. Um, so really, uh, it needs a renovation. This is a great time to renovate it. So uh, with everything that's going on, that should help us. So the... the what what they've drawn up and proposed is beautiful. So we just need well, our membership. Peter just,
1: showed the rendition of what you guys are looking to do, and
0: it's yeah gorgeous. We just need our we just need our membership to give us the green light and say yeah that's what we want to do. So we're hoping. I mean I'm hoping because I mean it's home there. I mean I've I cut that's where I learned to play. I cut my teeth in that sure. in that building.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it'd be a beautiful building if you get that done.
0: Yeah, so that's part of what the Briar does for us. first because we're hosting. The curling cl- the four curling clubs in the area are, are hosting the brier. That whatever, whatever profits or proceeds that uh, come from that are divided between the four curling okay, clubs, and I they didn't can know that. and they can put that into capital fund and help pay for projects such as renovations. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, that's a, and that's coming quick too the briar
0: yeah and obviously as a as a as a club member there's also you know you get capital assessments and things like that so you pay a little bit more um every year just to put into a capital fund so they can pay for these projects cuz th- the buildings are expensive ice plants are expensive uh ice plants are expensive roofs over curling clubs are expensive i mean everything is anymore so yeah. we keep all that in mind and and um which is really why um, curling is going through a bit of a cycle. Uh, even though it's an Olympic sport, it's just on a little bit of a downward cycle. And we really, really are looking uh, to try and, you know, gain some traction, some interest in the sport. And um, certainly that has to come at at the school level, public school level, actually, uh, to try to gain some interest. just So that... When you go, because when you go to high school, there's just so many choices for kids. A lot um, of sports
1: options too.
0: Curling kind of yeah. gets lost, and um, it's not. I mean, it's it, it it's not like football. You know, you're not. But there's a there's a, a lot of place for for curling for 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 kids. I mean, it's a, it really is a great sport. It's a great social sport. Great.
1: It's one of those sports like golf that you can
0: continue. Football
1: yes. once you're done high school, right? And, much and play
0: well into your age. So here yeah. I am. I've been playing without just spouting out how old I am. I've been I've been curling for over 50 years now. And, yeah. Um, I mean, there's not you can't. I couldn't have played football for 50 years. Couldn't even play no. hockey for 50 years. No. Right. So yeah.
1: No, there's some there's some value in the sports like that golf yeah. that you can continue on and play and 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 your life. play
0: and compete too. Right. Well, yeah. So. It's not just, I mean, as we transition from, as you as you age in curling, um, it, it, there are different avenues for you to continue to compete. So we can still, I can still compete at a provincial, national, world level if I choose to, just by playing in a different league. So right. um, we play, where we have a team formed this year just strictly to play in the senior playdowns. So that's anybody over 50. And so... It goes, to, uh, it goes to a world event. So there'll, there'll be, if you if you win at a province, then you go to the nationals. If you win at the nationals, then you go to the worlds. And yeah, so that's cool. It, it really is, right? Yeah, that's pretty cool. And that's, um, curling, curling does that. Yeah, anyway. That's pretty cool. Thank you very much. Sorry, to get, you, no, sorry no, to
1: get you off track there.
0: But we do have to take a break now. So you are listening. <laughs> uh, you're listening to the Inch by Inch the Home Comfort Show presented by Peter and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. We're not on the or not on the radio. You can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. My name's Steve Gilbert with Dean Timpany here in our office studio.
1: Time's just flying by here. It,
0: (laughs) It is. Thank you for that curling uh, monologue by Steve Gilbert. Maybe not, but thanks, Steve, he for did, the question. You didn't see that coming. Night, no, <laughs> I did not. <laughs> it's good, though, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're going to go back to the mailbag. But, uh, yeah, I do remind people that, you know, we are the uh, volunteer sponsor for the upcoming Briar, which is the Men's Canadian Championship. It's going to be played here in London. Uh in March so please come out support that it's at the Budweiser Gardens
1: and if I heard right Peter's still looking for some sponsors yet is he not
0: uh well they're looking they're always looking for sponsors volunteers or I meant, I meant and, volunteers and that's ticket what I meant, and that's what right. ticket sales I mean yeah. I mean come and come and catch a game buy a ticket put it in a stock it's a great stocking stuffer so
1: I didn't mean to say sponsors I meant volunteers I'm it's sure they'll take sponsors too volunteer. though right I'm yeah. sure they would
0: uh, so this is kind of you know we lived in a we live in a DIY world. We too. <laughs> and DIY acronym is for do it yourself for our listeners. Um, so I had a question: What maintenance can I do myself?
1: You'll probably notice that a lot of the <laughs> furnaces over the last fifteen to twenty years are screwed on and bolted on, <laughs> and that's kind of by design. Right. Um, there's a lot of things you can do yourself today with the. Over the last 20, 25 years with the the big box stores, Lowe's, Rona, Home Depot, there's a lot of things you can do yourself. Playing with gas would not be one of my recommendations (laughs) that you could do yourself. Um, I, I highly recommend sticking to the professionals on that. Um, It's not really something you want to play with if you're not 100% knowing what you're doing and licensed to do so. However, you can change your filters. You can watch those. You definitely want to watch the filters. Um, Same with humidifier pads. You can change those, take a look at them, and make sure they're not getting all hard and crumbly with the calcium buildup outside you can spray your air conditioner down in the summer months heat pump down in the summer months to get all the grit and grime off the fins please do not use a power washer just a regular hose um just spray it down it'll do wonders
0: well but you know i can i can diagnose it on youtube now and probably get the and fix it myself right
1: Yeah, you could. And you could void warranties and all kinds of neat stuff like that. And Sometimes with that kind of thing, you can create more problems than you had to begin with. Okay. Yeah, I highly recommend. We've always been, Steve, we have always been a a company that highly recommends annual maintenance by a professional. Absolutely. Um, We believe in it. Um, I believe in it it's it's going to keep your equipment running as long as possible and give you the best life expectancy
0: I ask customers I just uh, because that question does come up from time to time and I just say okay so do me a favor if I see that you have a newer automobile outside if we were to just walk out there and pop the hood could you within 15 seconds tell me where to where the oil stick is to test for to check the oil
1: the odd person might be able to maybe I wouldn't be able to fifteen <laughs> seconds I could find it, but it wouldn't be fifteen seconds
0: right I mean you open the hood of a car now and you just need to you just need to kind of step back and go, okay, whoa,
1: where do I hook up the computer?
0: Where is this like, yeah yeah, and it's the same sort of thing like the the old furnace which just had a gas valve igniter and a half lower. a dozen wires yeah. i mean you you pop the hood to a to a modulating gas furnace nowadays, and you'll just kind of step back and go, "Okay, I'll just put the lid back on this and let somebody else look at it."
1: Well, lot even the professionals use diagnostic equipment to try to figure things out. Yes, like they're they're hooking it up to a computer, just like the mechanics are yeah. today.
0: Yeah. So that's just, I mean, yeah, you can change your filter, you can do a lot of things, um, and just uh, also um, just for just for customers to know, cat litter is not. A furnace or a water heater's friend?
1: No. You want to keep that, like, we'll go into homes on a continual basis, and oftentimes you'll see cat litters sitting beside the power vented water heaters or the conventional vent water heaters. And they are um, non-sealed combustion appliances, meaning that they're pulling air in from that basement, from that area, to feed the flame. Right. Um, kind of like the old... Well, the the a nice example I always use is the the, the candle in the glass wheel. As kids put the yes. glass over the candle, watch yeah. the candle go up. Yeah. That room is where the the air is coming from. Yeah. And if you've got cat litter, even paint paint cans and things like that sitting around there you're pulling those fumes in to the equipment and it is not a mixture you yeah. really want, want
0: not so absolutely. just save yourself a, this is kind of maintenance thing too just save yourself the trouble because even cat litter the dust can get on the flame sensing rod and then it's just not going to ignite the furnace so keep that in mind really the cat litter should be away from the from your equipment and it'll just save you it'll save you a nuisance service call right?
1: absolutely yeah.
0: so yeah Uh, uh, make sure you have the professionals look after your equipment um i mean if you've got a gas license yeah you can tinker if you want but just make sure you know you if you if you if you're not an expert on furnaces you should maybe just call somebody
1: Mm, there's a lot of things you can do yourself and i Mm -hmm. stay away from the natural gas stuff
0: and this is probably um what size system does my home require
1: it's an open-ended question, Stephen. <laughs> That's all going to depend on what your home is. Um, I'd like to say that uh, that it's a cookie cutter because it would make our jobs an awful lot easier. It would. But every house is unique. Um, even if two people live in the exact same house on two different streets, it's still very, very different the shade you have on the windows what direction the house is facing Um, a north south house is going to take a totally different size air conditioner or heat pump than something facing east west based on direct sunlight the windows that you have the insulation values any upgrades or no upgrades to the house since it was built all that stuff plays a role floor space ceiling heights play a role and then the biggest thing is what temperatures do people want in the house Mm -hmm. um Parents, my my parents keep their home at a very different degrees than I do. My dad, I've always joked, my dad uh, he keeps his home at the same temperature all the time. He loves sixty nine degrees, winter and summer. Wow, uh,
0: summer that's cold. Man. Yes,
1: it's like <laughs> a meat locker in yeah, there. Wow. So um, so everybody's unique. Everybody's different. Every home is unique. Every home is different. It it all has to have a heat load, heat loss calculation done to size things properly i've been in the industry for over 15 years i'm pretty good at what i do but you still have to do that load calculations because yeah. little things can make it different and surprise either one of us on a mm. regular basis yeah on the sizing that goes in. and that's
0: something that you do on every call
1: on every single call yeah okay. even when i know i 90 I'm, again i've done it for a long time 85 90 percent of the time i'm right but you got to have the right duct size too. That's all part of the heat load, heat gain, because the delivery system in the house is going to make all the difference in the sizing as well.
0: Right. So, especially these days, when um, when we're sizing heat pumps now instead of air conditioners, we just we do our due diligence not only on measuring the requirements of the house, but we also need the requirements of the duct system. As Absolutely, well. it makes a yeah. big
1: difference. You can't if an air conditioner heat pump needs 400 cubic feet of air over that coil per ton of cooling if you don't have that it's going to freeze up you're just asking for problems exactly asking for problems
0: well dean i want to say thank you for um for coming on air with me today well thanks
1: for having me it was fun
0: it's nice that peter goes on vacation every now and then and we get we get to bring somebody different in it's good yeah yeah it is i enjoyed it yeah and um in the surprise question thank you Uh, Hopefully you and your family have a great vacation. And you and yours,
1: and a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to all of our listeners.
0: Stay safe, everyone, and uh, please um, just be safe and and, uh, enjoy the holiday season. And you as well. So when we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca. To listen to this show on or any of our shows you can go to peterinch.ca and hit our podcast button at the top of our home page and uh merry christmas to everyone as we say at the shop life is hard by the yard buy from inch life's a cinch we'll see you next week